0: We have a special treat. Uh, The Liberty Movement has some very exciting uh, places all around the planet uh, where people are doing wonderful things, and we have some of them here with us uh, in the uh, Brazilian Liberty Movement. I should just mention, uh, some people have such a North American orientation, especially North Americans, about the libertarian movement. It doesn't occur to them there are other people in the rest of the world doing these things. In Porto Alegre, They have a Liberty Forum that gathers 5,000 people to come for discussion of libertarian ideas. It is a great program and one of the things I so admire about our Brazilian friends is that they have invited people of other persuasions to come and speak, to debate, and they are respectful toward them. And I think they've had a huge impact in Brazil because of that. People from the far left have come and spoken, they disagree, they're not booed at, they don't throw tomatoes at them, anything like that, which is what would happen when classical liberals go to their meetings. Uh, but I think that they've had a big impact on the culture. And now we have um, uh, Fabio Osterman and uh, Kim Kataguiri to talk about what they've been doing. Coming up, gentlemen.
1: Well, hello, Um, my name is Kim, this is Fabio, we're both leaders from Free Brazil Movement.
2: Perhaps you might have noticed that uh, in the the original program, it said Pedro Ferreira, but uh, our friend Pedro, who's also uh, a colleague of ours in the coordination of our movement, couldn't make it for a reason that's sort of a Brazilian cliche. Uh, Well, he pretty much got robbed on his way to the airport. But (laughs) fortunately, I couldn't make it. And uh, we're here to talk a little bit abo- more about what we have been doing back in Brazil with uh, Free Brazil Movement, or as we call it, Movimento Brasil Livre, and what we have been achieving. Yeah,
1: well, our society has always been guided by very statist ideas. I mean, Since we were a colony, uh, we have been taught to think of the government as a father, to think that we can take care of ourselves. When we had a king, we wanted the king to take care of us. When we had a dictatorship, and we had many dictatorships, we wanted the dictator to take care of us. Now that we are a democracy, guess what? We want the president to take care of us. And um, politicians often get elected with the same speeches, like I will improve the public health system, I will improve public education, and I won your vote because I'm not like any other politician. But then the public health system stays the same, uh, public education remains bad, and the politician gets involved in a huge corruption scandal. Well, that's the scenario we had to deal with.
2: Well, right now we're uh, undergoing 12 years of government from the same political party, which is the Workers' Party, uh, or PT, as we call them. They just recently uh, celebrated their 10th anniversary in power uh, with this very interesting aesthetics. maybe. <laughs> but uh, in, November of, in October of last year, our president Juma Rousseff has been re-elected after a very tough electoral period and the closest election of all times in Brazil.
1: Yeah, so uh, we decided that that was the moment for us to call for a protest because uh, people got a little bit angry because the same president that promised a heaven of welfare and low prices and honesty delivered a nightmare in which every single price skyrocketed and. most members of the government got involved in the biggest corruption scandal of Brazil's history, including herself. So, uh, people were looking for something new, for something different, and we were willing to give that to them. And on that first protest, we demanded legal action for everyone involved in the Petrobras corruption scandal, uh, freedom of speech, because as shocking as it may seem, censorship is not uncommon in Brazil. And I can say that because during the elections, I had uh, one of my YouTube videos censored by the government, And of course, we demanded freer markets. After all, we pay uh, 40% of our income, goes straight to the government, and everything we get in exchange is bureaucracy. So, um, as the Brazilian media is a lot dependent on government money, you must imagine how friendly they were to our protests.
2: Uh, And so, uh, well, we had uh, last year three smaller protests until things began to develop themselves in Brazil. And the corruption scandal involving Petrobras has uh, increased its, uh, its numbers even. We're currently talking about the numbers of corruption around the hundreds of billions, which is quite a lot. Remember, we're talking about Petrobras, which is the largest company in Brazil, an oil company.
1: Yeah, and, and it's also important to remember that every other protest in the Brazilian history... Uh, we are called by leftist political parties. And when, I, and when I say leftist political parties, I mean all of Brazilian parties because we have more than 30 of them and none of them is liberal or conservative. So, uh, And also what was supposed to weaken us ended up helping us because it made no sense such a young movement to defend such thing as a military dictatorship. I mean, my mother was a baby during the military <coughs> dictatorship and I really can't imagine myself defending political arrests or torture. So. Our protests kept growing and people got uh, very interested in our movement and started making protests in their own cities. That's how um, we uh, got off São Paulo and we started making uh, national waves of protests.
2: Until we reached the date of March 15th, which uh, we all believe is going to be in the future history books because it was by far the largest uh, public demonstration in the streets of brazil we we were able to gather more than more than almost 3 million people in the main cities of brazil let me just show you a quick time lapse of oops, hold, oh. right into ah, yes. this well should be working who can help me here Lexi. Well, anyways. Uh, it was big. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was like uh, absolutely amazing. We, we were not expecting that. Uh, m- the movement started to grow. And in March 15th, we had demonstrations in more than 100 cities across the country. This, is a, this was supposed to be a time-lapse of Paulista Avenue, which is the main, main avenue of São Paulo. And only there there were 1,200,000 people in the streets. It's like a big avenue. But, uh, well, we can can send you the link later.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but still, uh, the president didn't fall. After all, Rome wasn't built in a day, and we are fighting the biggest emperors of corruption Brazil has ever seen. And uh, so we decided to call for another protest. This time, of course, it wasn't as big as March 15th because we only brought one million people to the streets. And uh, well, the government said it was a failure, that our movement was getting weaker, and that the, gov- the government was regaining its strength. But actually, this is what happened to the, par- to the president's popularity.
2: <laughs> and this, this... This is from December to 2014, for those who can... I imagine all of you can see, to July 2015. This is the, the last polling, 7.7% of approval.
1: And this yes, yes. is what happened to our Facebook page. So, they were surely a success and the government surely wouldn't accept that. But uh, people uh, were starting to lose their hopes because our opposition party, our main opposition parties were not doing their job. Not only that, they were fighting against us, they were defending the government. So, we had to bring something new, we had to inspire people because they were losing their hopes. We, did to, we, had, to make something, we had to do something a little bit more radical and we had to be the examples. So we decided to walk from São Paulo to the capital, Brasília. And that's a distance of something like 600 miles.
2: It's, yes. almost like, it's almost like walking from New York to Chicago, for you to have an yeah, idea. Yeah, and uh, before you
1: ask, yes, our legs hurted it like hell. And we did it on foot, but it was worth it. Uh, people all, all over the country and uh, all the cities that we passed by offered food or a place to stay. I remember that even a farmer killed two cows for us to eat and um, we we passed by many cities teaching why defending liberty is so important and why impeaching our president is an important first step because the Workers' Party doesn't only steal our money, they steal our liberty. They don't allow us to own guns, they control the media, and besides using our money to buy nice cars, they use our money to buy the Congress. So we had to uh, take an action against them, was, of course, urgent. And after 33 days, we arrived at the Capitol and we filed our request for impeachment, uh, for the impeachment of the president. And uh, as the Speaker of the House uh, recently declared war on our president, we expected to be voted on the next weeks. But of course, in the meanwhile, we couldn't stay still. We had to do something. So to anticipate the vote, we did the impeachment scoreboard. Basically, there's an initiative in which we put pressure on the politicians. Every week, we send teams to the capital to take videos of these politicians and ask, "So, will we vote for or against impeachment?" And when uh, this politician says no, says no, says no, we uh, organize protests with our local groups that we have all around the country against these politicians. And these no's. Almost every time turns into yes" because
2: uh, I mean we are a big headache to them and the and- interesting thing about <coughs> uh, excuse me about this website is that it, it, it provides an, an, an interactive platform for people to go there and check uh, the, the political office's address, their telephone number, their Facebook page, so they can act they connect from their own homes in order to put some pressure in the politicians for them to it's not, our current situation regarding the impeachment of the president is not that there is a large number of congressmen who support her, but there's a large number of congressmen who are just too cautious to take a stand on this issue. So we're trying to, to take them out of their comfort zone with, the, with these actions, and we have been very effective. This, this uh, the scoreboard is actually not updated. We're currently more than 102 yeses. <clears throat> Right, just, just to talk a little bit more about uh, what we are and what, what we have been doing. <clears throat> uh, with all the, these activities, we have, been bu- we have built a, sort of a reputation for us. As we like to joke, inside our office, we're currently hated by some, but pretty much respected by the main political actors in Brazil. Uh, what differentiates us from, from the all other old political movements in, in our country, besides the fact that we're not connected to any political party, is the fact that we're actually, we actually have a different approach towards uh, the current situations. Uh, this, uh, the, the Spanish newspaper El País has recently featured us in a, in a news report talking about, and they say in the title, it's not an indie rock band, it's the uh, avant-garde anti-Dilma, which is our president.
1: Yeah, most journalists... Uh, are surprised when they come by our office because they say, well, you, defend free, you stand for free markets, so you should be old, and you, you shouldn't should be, wear a tie all the should, time. Yeah, you, you should wear be. ties all the time, and what the hell, you should be leftist, you're young. <laughs> but we well, You wear beards and
2: stuff like that. And uh, well, but, and people, people usually presume we're very rich because we are currently in almost 200 cities across the country. So they think, these kids must be financed by someone and they have recently found out about the Koch brothers yes 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 well uh, um, I just just like to say that we we didn't come here actually to give a lecture we came here only to pick up the money yeah so where's where's Tom 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 Tom, where are you yeah you're there don't forget our bags because don't forget the bags the the Brazilian media
1: says that we don't we do not accept bitcoin
0: (laughs) just saying just saying
2: and uh, so the the, the leftist leftist blogs and websites, if you, it's quite interesting. If you Google Movimento Brasil Livre plus Coke, you will find several connections with us. And he, uh-huh. he, here you can see uh, who's behind the, the pro-impeachment protests. Of course, the Koch brothers. <laughs> Who are the Koch brothers? Yeah. Movimento Brasil Livre, Coke brothers, and fascism.
0: <laughs>
2: <coughs> interesting. Take a look at, at this one we selected. Yeah. Who's behind the, the, the uh, pro-impeachment protests? And there you see and, and look, nice... What a coincidence. Look, look at the, the banner. Look who's we'll paying for this. The, the, this, is, this is the logo of Petrobras. Brazilian state-owned oil company. How coincidentally. So... Uh, so, what, what do we want to be? Uh, w- what is our vision? Currently, we say that we want to be a popular political movement that promotes via young language and innovative static, effective reforms inspired on liberal values. And how do we do that? Well, uh, we
1: noticed that the leftist political parties <coughs> achieved the success, achieved power, not because they made everyone understand their ideas, because of course, if everyone understood the ideas, everyone would know that they suck, so <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, we, we, under, we, we understood that they created a cool image around their ideas and they sold that image, not their ideas. So we had a much more difficult job than just destroy that image they had created. We had to create our own. So we attached liberalism, and liberalism, you know what I'm talking about,
2: yeah, free it's markets Tom, and, Tom, Explained and in in Brazil, still use liberalism, fortunately.
1: Actually, they're trying to steal libertarianism, the left is trying to steal libertarianism, so, liberalism is a safer word in Brazil. Yes. And uh, we attached to liberalism, to our ideas, a lifestyle. And by lifestyle, I mean our videos, uh, the songs uh, we made for these videos, our speeches, uh, and all this stuff because. Uh, we had to sell. They created an image that if you stand for free markets, you are rich, you are old, or you defend you defend military dictatorships. And we are showing that that's not like that. You see, <coughs> look at this
2: guy. He's one of our leaders. He he's not rich. Clearly not rich. <laughs> look, look, well, look, look at far, how he's dressed. To be fair, he's not actually a hobo. He's, he was just wearing a.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and. Uh, we, we have been engaging ourselves and our local groups in several uh, activism activities across the country, such as our, our favorite kind of activism is uh, following the president's agenda across the country, president's schedule across, across the country, so we can organize small like flash mob protests against her when she's visiting a city. And this has a, this has a very powerful effect because it creates a sensation that, oh my God, everybody's against her. We should, we should do something. Or everybody, everybody's against her. She must, she must be doing something really bad to the country. And this has been contributing a lot with the current situation. Right, now I would really like to show this video. So if there's anyone there, there's anyone up there who can help me? Ah, great. All right, just, 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 to, just, to explain. just to explain, this is a right, video so...
1: we made to call for our yes. next protest, which we believe will be the last one because uh, right. impeachment is about mm-hmm. to be
2: voted. Not the last one. The last one against President Juma. Yeah. We do yeah. not intend to stop our activities as soon as we oust her, and uh, we had so March fifteenth, April twelfth, and now the next wave of protests all across the country, August sixteenth, and we just released this video, convoking. People. <coughs> oh. 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 All right. Okay, come on. Uh, oh. It's todas as manhãs. Será o dia
0: Será o dia nacional daqueles <laughs> que voltaram a sonhar e daqueles que mantêm vos. 16 de agosto estará nos livros de história. Cabe a você escolher como ela será contada. This is me. A cobrança já começou por um Brasil
1: livre. Yeah, we really like Star Wars. <laughs>
2: Right, so uh, what's next? As I mentioned, our movement is, not, a, is, is not, a, it's not only an anti-DUMA movement. We're a libertarian movement, and we, 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 we actually use the, the anti-DUMA platform as a space for us to spread our libertarian ideas to the general public. So what, we've, what we have been doing is uh, spreading our local chapters all, all across Brazil. We're currently located in uh, almost every or one of the 27 states. We're actually just missing two right now. Uh, and we have started already a, a, a very uh, consistent work of recruitment of young political talents that can affect the, the future climate of, uh, of Brazilian politics. Yeah, actually, Fabio is one of the oldest members of Free Brazil Movement. Indeed. I am... Uh, I'm 30 years old and I'm actually the third oldest. There's uh, Pedro who would be here is the oldest, he's 32. And all the rest of the people is like 18 or 19 as Kim, or 20, 21, and so it goes. And uh, but we're not only t- recruiting them, we're actually training by, by uh, teaching courses. We're now, we're now organizing an, an online platform so we can provide online courses on uh, current politics as well as uh, to give them some theoretical background on this. And uh, we're also establishing our, our <coughs> lobbying strategy in Brasilia. Brasilia was a city that was built in the middle of nowhere. If you think DC was built in the middle of nowhere, it's because you don't know Brasilia. <laughs> DC at least was built in, 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 a, in a swamp, but Brasilia was built in the middle of the desert. Uh, it, it was intentionally built to be far away from the main cities. And politicians have been profiting a lot from this fact. And we have been trying to, to, uh, to challenge this logic that has imposed Brazilian, in Brazilian politics uh, a complete lack of accountability. And with this... yeah,
1: and, and you can imagine that it was a very intelligent decision because if we put uh, 1 million and 2,000 people we put in Sao Paulo in front of the Congress, the president would obviously already fall, but it's like 600 miles, so they really don't care that much. Um, But we are uh, now with a project that turns the impeachment scoreboard to be used in every single law. So uh, we we discovered that politicians are actually afraid of us because they know that when we record them with a cell phone, millions of people will see it. And they also know that we have local organized groups that are more than willing to protest against them if they... um, if they uh, doesn't accept the ideas of liberty. So uh, if a politician wants to increase his own salary, we're going after him. If a politician wants to create a new tax, we're going after him. So nothing can escape the anything being voted scoreboard. (laughs) And uh, I expect I have given you some hope because things may seem bad here, but I guarantee you that it's much worse in Brazil. (laughs) (laughs) So we're open to
2: questions. Tom right? had us to, to give a short presentation and then questions. Just a
0: couple of questions.
1: So in America, whenever you attack a female politician, possibly for political reasons, you're considered sexist. So does that ever happen to you guys? Do you ever get criticism for that? Uh, I don't think that's much of a problem in Brazil, but we we actually get called fascists and uh, that we... They really like this thing of the military dictatorship because... The, the President uh, was a communist that fought against the military, and she used this story to get elected all the time as most of the members of the communist party so uh, actually they accuse us of being uh, proud of our, our military queue and that we are uh, we want we defend tortures and we defend political arrests but sexism i don't don't really they, think it's used there
2: They have tried before to use the the racial card but our our group is a very multi-ethnic group. We have a Japanese, we have a German descendant, we have a, a black guy, we have people from all, all across the country. The recent, the recent attempt to, to, to damage our, ima- our image was made by a, by a journalist who said that we were against people from the northeastern part of the country, which is known for being a, 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 the, the poorest part of the country, so we, which is ridiculous, because we have several groups over there, and so our groups over there have, Began, began to release notes saying that this is nonsense. We, we, we are treated completely as we as equals and we cooperate and stuff like that.
1: And also in our protests, they were saying that everyone that went to the streets were rich and that the Workers' Party works for the poor. But, I mean, only seven percent of the population support her. If ninety-three percent of the population were rich, we would have no reason to be protesting against her. So, <laughs>
2: right. Um, hi, you guys seem to be be uh, doing a, a great job, and uh, congratulations on that. Uh, I was wondering if uh, anyone in the Free Brazil Movement uh, had been studying uh, the uh, theorists of nonviolent action. I uh, had especially in mind uh, Gene Sharp. Gene Sharp. Yeah. Uh, I have I have seen the documentary. We have discussed his ideas a couple of times, but we're we're not yet in a situation in which uh, such harsh measures would be needed. Brazil uh, cannot can be the most well-functioning democracy in the world, but fortunately is, is still far from, from situations such as the one faced by Venezuela or other Latin American countries. But we, we know him. We actually uh, have been trying to contact him because we were organizing a conference in Brazil in November to see if you could come to speak to us. So if, if anyone has his contact, maybe you can... I, I wish I did. Talk. That's very exciting. Right, awesome.
1: <laughs> so, um, love what you guys are doing. Um, I know you've got the duffel bags of Coke money, but other than that, how can we help to support you? And I guess a sort of second question, what do you think that the American
2: liberty movement can learn from what you're doing in Brazil? How can you help first? Well, uh, you can help spreading the message and talking about the situation in Brazil. We're currently facing uh, the worst corruption scandal in all Brazilian history, and uh, we cannot let them go unpunished. And uh, if you could help us raise awareness about this next wave of protests on August 16th, uh, well, that would be great. And of course, if you have the cell phone of the Koch brothers, we are all open. I have
1: no yeah, problem. I mean, We've been working with, like, less than $1,000 a month. So it's okay for us to be financed by billionaires.
2: Yeah, we'll be, we'll be in D.C. <laughs> we'll be in D.C. until next week. So they know how to reach us, I believe. I suspect. Uh, they, uh, there have been some rumors also that we were financed by the CIA. I have not that, been contacted by anyone from the CIA And that wasn't yet. said
1: by some random guy. It was the leader of the government in the Congress who said that, so.
2: Yes, he said textually that the Free Brazil Movement is financed by the CIA. I mean,
0: what? Last uh, one. What are your
1: plans following hopefully the impeachment of the Brazilian president? Well, we know that the vice president won't have a legitimacy to uh, impose a plan of his own government, so he will need us and on other social movements to, to propose new. Ha- yeah to propose new ideas and he, he knows that the population is eager to something new they they, they don't they don't want the same old uh, government and opposition on uh, opposition thing so we we are planning to uh, pass a lot of laws that uh, decrease the size of the government that lower taxes that help us get out of this crisis and that I believe that will last at least five to 10 years. But uh, speaking more about the movement, we will continue to grow, we will continue to train people, we will continue to give lectures, we will continue to uh, make protests like uh, last, last month, there was this local leader of Free Brazil Movement that uh, managed, managed to impeach the mayor. So, we have a lot of local fights to, to engage in, and so I think that's pretty yeah. much...
2: Yeah, and besides that, we, we want to uh, increase this, this already going work on training our, our local leaders so that they can replicate this model in their own cities, in their own states as well. But uh, only, only a final personal remark, I'd like to say what a pleasure it is for me to be here because seven years ago, I was, I was a student at the Cato University. And that experience has impacted a lot in my, in my current points of view and in my activities back in Brazil. So I'd like to thank very much to the Cato Institute and to those who, who care about liberty here in the US and throughout the world. Thank you very much. Thank you.